conversation with both of them. So, Frank, we'll start with you, and then, Bobby, maybe we'll get your insight into that question as well. Yeah, I would say look at the platforms. Look at both party platforms. Because, let's be honest, in the United States of America, at this point, it's either going to be a Republican or a Democrat that's going to be president. There's not going to be some third party at this point, okay? So you've got two choices. In this election, it's going to be Trump or Biden. That's, That's it, okay? I wish we had different choices, but we don't. So what you're going to have to now do is you're going to have to look at the platforms. You got Trump's record. You got Biden's record. Biden's been in in Washington a lot, even longer than Trump. And you can see where they stand and where they're heading. And personally, for me, um, while when I look at the Democratic platform, I'm horrified. Now, just being honest with you, I mean, it is the most anti-biblical platform than it, than it's ever been. Not to say the Republicans are a walk in the park. But in this case, it seems to me the Republicans are the least worst choice, okay? We've got two pretty bad choices, but the Republicans especially are the least worst choice, and that's typically what happens in an election. In fact, uh, Dr. Norman Geiser, our mutual friend who passed away last year, Bobby, used to have a saying, and this was before the, the 2016 election. He said, just about every election is a choice between a known witch and a suspected devil. Mm. <laughs> and okay. it it was, it was correct in 2016, if you know what I mean. But he said that long before 2016. You just have to look at the platforms and see where where people are going to go. And as I said before, it's not our salvation, but politics is important because politics affects our ability to preach and live the gospel, as we talked about earlier. And that is very important. Well, God bless you. Welcome to Prophetic Whispers. And uh, that was the great uh, apologetic uh, teacher, Frank Turek, on uh, on the election, the 2020. And, um, you know, can you can you be a Christian and vote Democratic? And, uh, you know, when you look at the platforms, that's what we are going for. And the gospel, the gospel, the Constitution is all at stake in this in this election and so when you look at uh, this very important time in our lives in our in the in the um, in the church in the in the country we we have to we have to um, make our voices heard we have to stand up for truth we have to stand up for what God is saying and what God is doing in our midst as a as a church and as a nation and we we have a voice. We have a voice, and and I, you know, earlier in the month, so I, I was uh, on this broadcast. I would um, I was talking about was Jesus a politician? Was uh, you know, and I laid out you know several several podcasts regarding the politics um, of the day, and um, and uh, you know there was a lot of responses to that, and uh, you know in some. Again, because some people just, you know, just say, you know, can we just get along or I don't want to be political and and they wash their hands from this. We took our eyes off the policies. Don't forget that, you know, it's the policies that govern a civilization, you know. And so when one of the one of the parties goes way to the left and we're going to discuss what way to the left means and and um, 
and uh, uh, and and why one is so dangerous, one is so dangerous, and why uh, communism and uh, socialism, as they as they start creeping into our country slowly but surely, now they're now they're at the now they're really being voted on by the people in this election. And so I just want to start off by saying First Corinthians ten thirty one. Therefore, whether you eat or drink, no matter what you do, okay, that's both sides of the spectrum. Whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And this is something that we must understand. We must do politics to the glory of God. What glorifies God? What is close? Again, there's been so much. And the reason this is this is uh, important to discuss is because there we've had theology, we've had preachers stay from you know, from pulpits, large pulpits, and you know, maybe even not saying anything has allowed a gap of um, of um, of information to to filter in through through what I would say um, through the um, through the culture through media that we're not a Christian nation that we're not that America is evil and always been bad and and uh, it's done evil around the world and we're evil here and slavery was evil and and uh, it's still going on today and while you see the BLM movements the Antifas the anti-fascists you know all that all that stuff that that says America is bad no no America is is a biblical model for democracy and a biblical uh, model on how to live. It's the great experiment. It's the great idea being lived out by everyone for everyone. So we need politicians. We need presidents that stay as close to the Bible as possible, that give us our religious liberties and our freedom of speech and our right to bear arms and, and all the blessings that come from being a American. You know, I again, I always tell people that, um, you know, when I was traveling overseas a lot preaching, um, they would always tell me, hold on to your American passport. If they steal that passport, that is worth a lot of money. And so what? Because of what America stands for, the value of being an American. And if you don't think so, okay, um, being a baseball player, I could tell you this, you know, uh, why doesn't Cuba, which is, again, communist, socialist, uh, Venezuela, you know, those 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 communist socialists, why are they coming to America and play play baseball? Why are they uh, getting in rafts from Cuba uh, and defect? They call it defecting. Why are they defecting? Because of communism. You know, Kamala Harris came out and, you know, uh, Joe Biden's running mate came out and said that we want everybody to have the uh, everybody to end up at the same spot. That's communism. That's everybody. It doesn't matter your gift. It doesn't matter your talent. It doesn't matter your ability. It ma- All they want you to be is at the same spot. There's no equality. People, if you still believe that equality, listen, we should have equal opportunity. That's what we should have, opportunity. I just want the opportunity to do something. And that's what is great about America is that you have opportunities to do and to become and to develop. You, as Dinesh D'Souza says, you are the, what I would say, the architect of your own 
future. It's not given to you. It's not in a caste system. It's not get no. You carve out what you want to be. And so we're going to take a look at some of the some of the differences and what's at stake today. Again, we must do politics to the glory of God. Okay, we that's what we must do, and we must understand what we are facing and what we are up against. The church, the church in general, or the Christian in general, as we begin to um, as we begin to vote today. I know this is going out today. Some of you would I already voted on I voted on uh, Sunday um, down right here at our precinct, and um, I felt really good about voting because I was letting I was letting everybody know I was letting the government know where I stand on the Constitution on the the direction of our country on our civil liberties on our freedoms I was I that's why I voted I went against these taxes I went against these um un, uh, what I would what I would say unnecessary um uh, tax hikes that our governor here in California likes to do. Um, and, uh, you know, we got some work to do here in California. But you know what? The Christians are standing up. The state is standing up. You see all this red um, going throughout the nation right now. People are standing up. People are coming out. People are voting. Why? Maybe because Donald Trump's not, you know, their cup of tea personality-wise, you know, in the whole nine yards. But they're coming out because their God-given rights and freedoms are being stepped upon. This pandemic, this this um, these uh, lockdowns that really showed them what communism looks like, what really showed us what uh, was our first taste of socialism, standing in bread lines, they're waiting, no, no food in the aisles, people panicked, everybody hoarding, doing all that. That's all socialism, you know, that they give you your portion. You can only have two pounds of bread, you know, you know two pounds of meat, you know, one beef, one chicken, all that stuff. Where well, we are the land of abundance because we are one nation under God. The, the psalm says, blessed is, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, which means this, that our nation has been so blessed based upon the foundations from our founding fathers on Judeo-Christian values. That's important to understand. You know, that these nations that are under Marxist governments and under, under communism and all these type of dictatorships, okay, they, they, the people are at uh, the people are are at the mercy of a godless nation. We must keep a godly nation for the blessings of God. We must stay aligned with Israel. Okay, we must stay aligned with Israel because what He's going to bless those that bless them, and He's going to curse those that curse them. This is an important portion of voting because we need a government that will stand up for the word of God, will stand up for the biblical principles. And again, we need to make sure that our vote is casted in biblical perspective, not in personal or cultural likes. You know, there were some people that, um, and I deal with this all the time. Of course, you know I voted for Trump. Of course, you know that I voted conservative, okay? Meaning that I conserve the biblical perspectives. I I conserve them. I'm holding on to what the Bible says on every level. And my vote and your vote as a Christian should be those politicians that hold on to those values, 
Okay, so again, this puts a this puts a line between you know Republican and Democrat. Why? Because Republicans are conservative and Democrats are liberal. What does that mean? You know, what is what does a liberal mean? You know, you know, a liberal is someone that prefers regulations and services, control over control over government uh, and government over your life that's liberal they want you know they think the government's going to fix all your problems you know and here the conservative says hey you have an opportunity you got you got strength in your body figure it out get to work get move move forward you can do it in this system that's conservatism that we believe in the rights of people to make choices and decisions Okay, economic views. This is liberal. Okay, liberals liberals believe government should provide more services to the less fortunate. Listen to that. This is welfare. Okay, this is this is again everybody at one point or another needs a hand. Things go wrong, job losses. We get it, but to live off that and to stay off that. Again, this is part of liberalism. This this is where they want you to stay. They want you to stay married to the government. So the government, you are loyal to their system. You're loyal to that's liberalism. Government should tax less and spend less. Cutting spending uh, to balance budgets should be the priority. Higher income earnings should have an incentive to invest in credit. Char- charity is responsibility of the people. Listen. There, we have a huge, we have a huge um, homeless problem here in California. Okay, all the homelessness, veterans, and you, you hear all the, you see all the, but it should come from the charity, not taxes. All the liberals want to, they want to tax you, and look at all the people living under the bridges. How is that doing? You think that the government can spend your money better than you can? You know, and I know so many people in the churches, um, you know, uh, for the immigration, you know, we got to take care of all these nations that are broken. Listen, blessed are the nations whose Lord is, is, whose God is the Lord. Okay? Listen, that's an important principle. That their nation is responsible for their citizenship and how they treat their citizenship. We are one nation under God. We are a constitution republic. You know, we have laws and rules. We're not mob rule. We're not a democracy. Okay? We are a republic. We don't rule, we don't rule by mob. That's what you see in the streets right now. That's what you see BLM and all these. These are mobs that are that are running to justice. They're, they're just saying, give it, give them to us. We'll judge them ourselves. That's mob rule without without due process. We have due processes. We have laws. We are a republic of laws. And so these nations, again, you know, uh, they struggle because of their system. But there needs to be a revival, a revival back to God in those nations. And we believe it's coming. This is part of the promise of God. Every nation needs the gospel. Every nation needs the word of God. You know, China, you know, communist China with the underground churches, you know, the, the, the murders and the killings that are going on through the Middle East, you know, even in Europe right now with the beheadings, with uh, Islamic terrorism going, starting to rise up its ugly head again. There's something that we need to do. This is why America is so great. Look at how safe our nation is in comparison to. But we have to protect it. And that's why we vote. That's why we do it. You know, what are our social views? Conservatives, 
oppose gay gay marriage abortion embryonic stem cell research we oppose all that stuff support the right to bear arms uh, death penalties and personal responsibilities that's what we stand for what what does the um, what's the liberal stand for gay couples get rights in the or equal rights like everyone else Amer like marriage abortion should be legal support embryonic cells uh, cell stem re research okay Th these are these are huge differences these are philosophical biblical differences personal responsibility what does the conservative say individuals should exercise personal responsibility and and um and it is the government's role to hold them accountable even when even with severe penalties laws are enacted to reflect the best interests of society as a whole that's the purpose of law to represent all societies okay as a whole what is best the natural law how do we treat each other how, you know joe biden just came out um this year and says you know we don't believe in we don't believe in natural law you know we don't believe in laws that are respectful you know that, that are mutually respected and understood you know so they break all the rules they break all the laws that's why they do what they do what they want power they want power that's why they'll lie and lie and keep on lying okay personal responsibility right watch this uh the people should look to the government to provide a structure uh laws to protect every individual for an equal society sometimes at the expense of the economic freedom uh, of others if necessary in other words they're going to tax you in order to get this done that their irresponsibility or their lack of education or their their situation now gets pushed on society even though they make poor choices when it comes to uh where they're at and again it's a big issue i get it it's a big issue you know but what are we looking at we are looking at who we are voting for we are looking at who's giving us opportunity to get out of these holes okay so the conservatives want you to take responsibility get a job educate yourself move forward you know what is what is the liberals want or the democratic party want what they, they want you they want you with your hand out they always want you depending on them that's what they want capitalism and socialism this is another this is where we're going i mean you got to understand something the democratic party wants straight socialism bernie sanders and is pushing this agenda aoc and her three and all these people they are pushing this agenda big time okay this socialism okay the dis distribution of wealth you know i like what dinesh d'souza says um that uh he got this from abraham lincoln i had heard it so much but i attribute it to dinesh because he brought this out dinesh d'souza says that um uh, capitalism capitalism says i work and i eat socialism says i work and you eat that is not the that is not a biblical model you know the bible says if you don't work you don't eat that's what the bible says okay labor you will be blessed by the labor of your hand this is what the bible teaches you personal responsibility it says oh you sluggard that's what proverbs says oh sluggard a little folding of the hands in other words laziness is going to kill you hey it's easy we got this young group of, of kids that are growing up nowadays that you know they go from they go from uh, mama take and daddy taking care of them to the government taking care of them they go from they you know they go from you know their mother and dad taking care of their phone bills all of a sudden to obama giving them a free phone 
and they think they're getting somewhere. Listen, we are looking at capitalism and socialism. The economic systems are totally different. Okay, why do they want? Why do they want uh, capitalism? Why do we want capitalism? Because capitalism means to think. Capitalism, capitalism means that you are the you are the you are the architect of your future. You could be an entrepreneur and and you can create great things. Hey, the government hasn't created anything. Okay, what they what they do is what they want. Socialism wants to do is they want to control your ideas. They want to control your income. They want to control it. And see, when you have all these great athletes that that are making hundreds and millions of dollars already it doesn't affect them the top one percent that they talk about the elite you know your lebron james your your you know these elite athletes that that you know walk you know that that you know are saying you know police you know defund the police and all that hey they have their own hired people with guns all around them they don't want you to have guns but they want to have guns for their own personal protection you know, they're not affected by this, by socialism, because they're already at the lead. They are already pretty much self-governing themselves. That's the power. That's that's the huge difference. They want they want you to work so they can eat. Okay, that's what the government wants. You know, I go to work, I do my job, I take care of my family, and I'm paying for all these other people to eat. No, no, that's com that's communism, socialism, you know, and at the end of the day, so that everybody can be equal. Listen, we're not even the same shape, the size, we don't even have the same ideas, we don't even have the same abilities. How are we even equal? Why, why is... Um, equal uh, outcome uh, part of their part of their um, part of their scheme okay on the socialism side okay because they want to make sure that once everything is distributed equal whatever they decide equal is then they get the rest this is this is how you get your elite class and your poor class by eliminating the middle class and this is what this election is is a lot about or mostly about is again as president donald trump says we will never be a socialistic nation we will never bow down to that uh, we are a democracy okay we are a democracy versus a republic. What's a democracy? In democracy, a community of people are considered to hold the power over how they govern, how they are governed. Kings and tyrants are seen as threats to the to the innate rights of the people, as such as eligible citizens get equal say in the decisions. Okay? The republic. Republics are in opposition of rulership by, by a single person. All eligible citizens get equal say in decisions through elected representatives. Okay, unalienable rights of individuals are protected by the law, safeguard, safeguarded against the majority abusing the majority, the minority. This is what's important. This is why we have laws. We have representatives. This is why. This is why we vote. We vote our representatives. We vote those that hold up our values this is why you know your Mitt Romney that goes up there and votes for the left even Kavanaugh uh, one of supposed to be one of our conservative judges voted um, you know for Philadelphia to keep on counting their votes beyond the time to allow voter fraud I mean again you feel a little bit betrayed over that because you expect them to hold the line of the values this is why we wanted conservative Supreme Court judges. Now, let, let me just give you a quick um, idea on why the Supreme Court judge judges are so important to put in place now. Because 
because what the uh, Democratic Party wants to do, okay, what the Democratic Party wants to do is overturn the will of the people through law, through lawfare. And that's why they want to stack the court or that's why they want liberal judges. That's why Roe v. Wade, you know, they don't want conservatives on there because they know abortion is unsettling in the nation. It's it's not a it's not what we would call a common law that everybody agrees upon. No, no, it's a for debate it's up for discussion because people don't like killing children they don't they don't like the abortion and again um, Mar- uh, uh, the Sanger movement the Planned Parenthood you know killing 345 um, 345,000 babies a year you know in 2019 that, that's unacceptable the bloodshed how long can we keep doing that right well again we have conservative judge now Conservative judges, what to to conserve the Constitution? Okay, that again, this is what is so important about having having the Supreme Court have people that will conserve. The word conservative doesn't mean how they how they believe. Okay, it means that they're going to stay true to the Constitution. That the Constitution is not alive. The Constitution is dead, meaning that it doesn't change. It says what the founders say it said. That's what Scalia, the great um, Antonio Scalia said um, in his interpretation. No, it's a dead document. It's a dead document and we interpret it we interpret it as close to the founding ideas, the founding fathers, what they said and what they meant. What people like to do now, uh, the, the people in the Supreme Court, especially the liberals, they like to go into the culture and say, "What does the culture want? What is what what is what do the people want?" You know, then we'll change the Constitution according to this. No, no, that's not that's not the reason for the Constitution. The Constitution is to guide the country to save us. That's what laws are built upon. The Constitution. That's why they go to court. That's why they go to court, because they, they, they know that at the Supreme Court, the Constitution comes to the surface to control all branches of government. That's why we have it. And again, this is all at stake. This is all at stake. You know, Med- Medicare, um, Medicaid and Medicare, you know, med- you know, they one wants Medicare for all, med- you know, you know, free medic, medical for all, you know, all immigrants. You, you hear all this stuff and you'd like to say no. No, we can't afford that. No, yeah. They said, oh yeah, we can. We're going to tax you to death. Once we socialize medicine, you know, then the quality doesn't, the quality goes. You know, this is, this is very important to understand. We are, we are at a time in our lives where we must vote our biblical views, not our Christian views. Christians do crazy things. Christians do all kinds of dumb things. Christians do all kinds of unbiblical things. Why? Because they don't have a biblical view. They go to a church and they call they call themselves Christians. But Christians are those that follow biblical views. Those are Christians, people that follow the teachings of Christ. Understand the Old Testament and how it flows into the New Testament and how is it executed in our lives. And we need a candidate that will we need a president that will support those values, biblical values that will honor God, that will honor that will honor faith in God, that will honor the Ten Commandments. Don't forget. I, I thought this was such a shocking and a telling, um, a telling per, 
uh, perspective given by uh, given by uh, Senator Ted Cruz uh, to um, Amy Comet Barrett in her hearing and he told her there are 43 signs and symbols of the Ten Commandments throughout the Supreme Court where she will sit and where judges sit and they make decisions on the Supreme Court about our nation and it's all uh, it's all it's all under the Ten Commandments and there's even one where Moses uh, Moses is sitting on top of all of them with the Ten Commandments over their heads, meaning God's word is supreme, that God's laws will not be broken, God will not be mocked. So we have this time, as we go to vote, okay, we have we have a party that is doesn't want God. They want to remove God completely away. Okay, we have a communist Marxist movement. Okay, we have a we have a candidate that I'm sorry to say that he is mentally not even there. I could I could have played gaffes up the nose. Okay, where he can't even string two sentences together. He makes absolutely no sense. He gets lost. Okay, I mean this this is bad. However, we know that he's a Trojan horse. We know that with him comes Kamala Harris, which happens to be the most liberal senator. Um, in you know in 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 the house and guess what she does she's pushing her socialistic agenda in fact there's there uh in texas they went around and introduced her as the next president of the united states you know again the democratic party what are they all about they're all about color they're all about your gen genitalia they're all about your gender they're all about you know i have to have a black what if that black woman is not the best one um for the country Talent and abilities and ideas and faith and, and all that is is doesn't count anymore. All that matters is just your color of your skin and your and your gen and your gender. Oh, it's time for a woman? No, it's not. It's not. You know, it's time for it's time for the right person. We need the right leadership in place. We have all we are we are living in precarious times. We're living in times where where we need biblical. Um, understanding again. We need to bring theology back in. Don't forget all all the cultural issues in voting is a theological problem. You have to understand that. You have to understand that it, it's whether you want God in or whether you want God that. That's a theological problem. Whether you think God belongs in po politics or not, that's a theological problem. That's why he wants you involved in this. He wants you to vote. He wants you to put your vote. See, your votes are very important because it also dis it also lets you know what you know about um, about God's um, God's requirements or the Bible or whether or not you are voting biblically or whether you're voting culturally you're voting emotionally or you're voting you're voting because you know you you're uninformed there's a lot of information out there there's a lot of misinformation out there but the reason I vote for Donald Trump was because again you know the the prophecies that came out on him uh, back in 2015 that I discovered through my own research, I found out that God doesn't do anything without telling his prophets. So when I started hearing that Donald Trump was, I told my daughter immediately, Donald Trump's going to win. Of course, my daughter, being a historian, she told me Donald Trump is not going to win because he is... He he doesn't have the he doesn't have the Republican Party. He's not a Republican. He's not a conservative. He's he's a liberal at best, um, and he 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 doesn't have any establishment behind him. 
you know, and uh, you, you had Ted Cruz, you had Marco Rubio, you had you know, Huckleby, you had all these great, you know, 16 or 17 guys up there. And I told my daughter and she said, Dad, it'll be a miracle if, if he wins. Well, Prophet Kim Clement was right. He's our president. And guess what? He has been the most pro-church president, the most biblical president we have had. He has been a true Cyrus to help the church. He's given us our voice back. And if you don't think that voting Democratic is, is going to hinder your ability to preach as a Christian, go to church as a Christian. Listen, they used the pandemic. They used the pandemic to shut the churches down. And pastors just quivered to that. Since when has sickness been greater than the power of God to heal? Since when has sickness been um, greater than God? Since when has divine healing been a, uh, an issue that has been pushed to the back burner? And safety has been pushed to the front? Because the government has done that. That's the danger of the 501c3. That's the danger of, of taking government money. Because they, if they gave it to you, they own you. All these projects we got going on and all this, all, you know, taking money from the city and taking money from the government to get our churches going and to keep programs going. And we are the socialistic, um, we are the socialistic empire of the government to the community. So they use the church so they can, they could shut the church down. Hey, if you don't do what we say, we're going to cut off your, your, your food program, all the grants. You're not going to get them. If you, if you, listen, man, we got a lot to learn. We got a lot to pull back on. Listen, the, the government has got their hand on the church, and that's been an issue, and it's showing up big time. It's showing up big time. That the church no longer looks like Acts chapter 4, where Peter and John says, hey, shall we obey God rather than men? Come on. You know, this is important for us to understand as you vote. You can't vote Democrat for their third term abortion. You know what that means? That means murdering a child outside the womb. The Ten Commandments is completely You have to go completely out from under that, from, from the Ten Commandments. you got to get God completely out of that. You gotta, that. That's the spirit of Moloch in our days. That's what you're looking at. So again, as you, as you listen to the Holy Spirit as you vote, okay, you know, vote, vote the Bible. Look at the platforms. Look at the policies. Look at our economy. We have the best economy in the history. In the history of America and in the world. Hey, we had to shut it down, yes, but it was the greatest. We had the, we, you know, we got the, then the sweet and sour sniffles came over from China. The Communist Party sent that over. And then and then the war began on trying to slow us down. Hey, we are on our way back. We understand this thing. The pandemic is below is below the feet of Jesus also. So let's stand and let's vote our faith. Let's vote for the best candidate in your biblical perspectives. Okay? That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm saying. Okay? Conservative, liberal, capitalism, socialism, 
democracy, republic, Medicaid, Medicare. That's what's at stake. Are we going to be a communist country? Kamala Harris just said it. I mean, she's announcing herself as the president because we know we know um, Joe Biden is a, is a, is a, is is you know is 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 just not there. He's in cognitive decline. Can't even understand him. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, he's making up words. I mean, I, there's so many memes out there. And Kamala Harris is, is just said it. Hey, we want everybody to end up at the same spot. That's communism. That means you don't even have choice. You know, all these kids that are in, in college that are teaching that, you know, everybody needs to be treated uh, equally. No, no, everybody needs to be treated fair, not equal, because we're not equal. We're not equal. We have different ideas, different thoughts, different talents. You know, if they want equality... You know, I think LeBron James ought to give up all his money to all to to everybody and live like everybody else, so that that's equality. I want all the movie stars that are multi-billionaires to go give away all their money to everybody, so that they could be just like everybody else. No, we honor them for their talents. We honor them for their abilities. They get paid according to their abilities and what they've done. If you invent something, you should eat the fruit of that. If you're a great fighter and you make millions because people come and watch you, that's you get that. Well done. That's what you get. You, you are carving out your future. But if you think that somebody owes you something and you do nothing, you've been baited in. It's time to realize we are one nation under God. God expects you to be personally responsible to forge out your future, to work out your own salvation, to live by faith, to trust Him in all things and not the government. God is good. Let's vote. Let's re-elect our president. Let's vote faith in God. Jesus before candidate. Kingdom before candidate. Understand your Bible. Vote your biblical views. This is Elias Flores. God bless you. I pray that you are blessed today. I pray that you make it through the lines. Don't get out of those lines. We need a red wave. We need the. We need God's man. We need God's man to, to come out on top again by doing our part. We are co-laborers with Jesus Christ. That means that he is working with us and in us in this election. Remember, we do all things, and we're going to do politics to the glory of God. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Prophetic Whispers today, and I pray you have a blessed day. Bye-bye.